from the creators who brought you RuPaul's Drag Race and Million Dollar Listing. This is World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. Welcome to the Wow Report here on Radio Andy. I'm Tom Campbell filling in for our fearless leader, Fenton Bailey, who is away, but we'll be back next week. Fear not. I'm here as I'm here every week with club kid turned best-selling author Woo! and the manager, the editor, the everything of the, of the Wow Report, the reason we have this show, James and James. Yay, oh my God. And we have, you know how Saturday Night Live has their like five or like the people that have guest hosted the most times, you know? Yes. Well, Mark. we have yeah. one of those on our show and his name is Alec Mappa. Alec, Hello, welcome. America. I did it all for you. And a spoiler alert. This is, you know, this little radio show that Andy asked Fenton if we wanted to do. And then we sort of have been doing this in the basement, in the window of World of Wonder, and then from home during COVID. Um, we're celebrating our 300th <gasps> people. We're a weekly is, show. So incredible. We're a weekly show. And you know what? That brings us to number 10. Number 10. Happy 300th episode anniversary. Happy. 300. Now, have you done, have you both done all 300 shows? I have done 299. Tom has done 110. Oh! I didn't know I was walking into a a squabble here. I'm just going to make myself some tea and sit back and watch the We've all missed a few. We've all missed a few. I sometimes get a little buried in work and and have to take the time off. I have no work, so I have nothing else to do but every single week be here. This is your life's work, James. (laughs) This is is your legacy work. This is your legacy work. Um, and I'm sure Fenton, as a working mother, has taken a, a number of um, working days mother, off as well. He's an international traveler, you know, when every time there's a new drag race, you know, Fenton is in the air, just having just left that. Oh, this is an announcement of a new dra- international drag goodness. race. Fenton's, you know, plane has just taken off. James, do you have any uh, wonderful memories of our uh, our 300 episodes together? Um. Uh... It's hard to say, but I mean, there have been some episodes that have gone off the rails. Quite yeah, we want to hear about that. Yeah, we want to hear about the car wrecks. We have ended up shouting at each other, and we have ended up there. There have been, and it's been the view many, many times. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say, remember when T.S. Madison was a guest host, and we traumatized her with cannibal stories. We were talking, yes, we were talking about some cannibal. We we have a tendency to to fixate on cannibals, on human eating, as one does, as As one one does. does. I'm not going to cannibal fixate shame. And she was so horrified with us. I think she, she was she was terrified of. She thought we were actual cannibals. I think it was. She thought it. it she thought it was the Army Hammer Hour of Smiles. <laughs> yes. Now, do you remember that film clip from the Kardashians where Kim and Courtney fight each other, and they actually into a physical fight, and Kim leaves a Tanner mark on the white wall of their building? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I felt that same way one time. It did not make air because, and I think, and maybe not. I, 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 but I, we were in the basement. We weren't on video yet. We we're in the basement doing it, literally in like the, the, the catacombs of World of Wonder. Oh. And I was trying. I was playing clips of music of Ariana Grande, who was rather new at the time, and it was the song of the summer. And I was doing my. Oh, are music. we going into this again? And James and Fenton were like, I don't know, on their phones, not paying attention. They're like, no, they, they, they fought me down 
Like I was like, I don't know, like I was a communist or something. And I felt in that moment, I'm not saying I was right, but I felt as angry as you feel at your siblings. I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm out of here. If you can't support me, I don't want to support your stories. You support mine. And that was the lowest point uh, of the three headlines. Well, so I apologize. The thing is, I do have to say that before we started this, Tom and I had very little interaction. I didn't really oh. know Tom that well. It and was now, my plan. Yes. And now I know him well enough to say, shut the fuck up, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and and you have no problem saying that. I think a little. I was a little intimidated before. I am not intimidated not anymore. by Tom anymore after yeah. 300 episodes. I'm surprised that nobody opened the door to that basement of World of Wonder and said, don't make me come down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, we are, you know, it really is a privilege and, and fun to do this show. And and a little dangerous since the time we started, you know, anything you say, anything you ponder for a moment can be taken out of context and used against you. So, and we have had, so yeah. we've had, had some bad takes along the way. We have, yeah. has anybody been canceled from the show over? Not over yet, remarks? but fingers crossed, fingers, fingers crossed, crossed, everybody. We hope to get you canceled by the end of this thing. <laughs> All right, let's move on to number nine. Number nine. The Grammys. You guys watch? I watch. I thought it was beautifully done. I thought it was a really great show. There was not a moment in it where things went off the rails a little bit. I really, I had no idea who Jean-Baptiste was. I really, I knew the song from the commercial, mm. but I didn't know. And I was blown away by him. I thought he was absolutely adorable. I'm a huge fan now. Mm -hmm. um, BTS was fantastic. So handsome. So wonderful. Um, uh, Lady Gaga, I thought was, that was one of the best performances she's ever done. I love Lady Gaga. I was wondering why she was crying at the end. Is, and that made me think, is Tony Bennett in trouble? Is he in frail health or something? Because she looked, she looked in the camera. No, what's, what's happening? What's going on? Tony, oh. uh, Tony Bennett. And there was a 60 minutes piece that, uh, Anderson Cooper did. That you have to watch. He had, he's, he's, uh, Alzheimer's. So he's very, oh, he, no. and, and then the Anderson Cooper piece he, you know, he comes and goes as as sometimes they do, and yes. and he's Lady Gaga in this piece, and he lights up for a second. Oh, yeah. Wait, Anderson and, Cooper it interviewed him in a state of his uh, dementia and his Alzheimer's. His wife, or? his wife, oh, God. and partner, he, he and wanted, you know, he wanted it, and Gaga was there, and his wife is there together. Okay, and he has he has moments where he goes in and out, and he was pretty. It's it's interesting because it, we've talked about this before, but they start playing the piano, and the minute they start playing the piano, he's right there. He knows mm -hmm. the songs, he's, mm -hmm. and he can perform. Yeah. But then the minute he gets confused afterwards, right? There's so, there's there's something about music and the neural pathways that yes. they're finding with people with dementia that it it can kind of cut through all the mess, yes. which is beautiful. And he had he had taped. Thank you, my friend Gaga, or something like that. And they played Aww. that. At the, and that's why she was crying. I thought her performance was a little frenzied, but I love that about Gaga. I love that she, it's like, it's not manufactured. It comes no. from the spirit of her soul. And mm -hmm. sometimes And, you know, she's, she's so incredibly multi-talented that she's mm -hmm. doing And she's mm -hmm. had such a great week because it could have been a bad, you know, because she was snubbed by the Oscars, but she graciously showed up at the Oscars with Liza Minnelli. And I know. 
Yeah, that was a beautiful. And then this was a really great moment. And she helped um, who's McCall up the stairs with her crutches. And she just she's sort of like an earth mother. And she's so talented and so wonderful. She's sort of like a senior caregiver superstar. Yes. Yes. Where is yeah. she today for the 300th show? She needs to walk me back to my car after this. I think <laughs> yes, that I really appreciate it. She worked it. with Blake. She worked yes. with Blake. <laughs> I also wanted to say that Lil Nas X continues to stun and continues mm. to just be the greatest force of in music right now. Mm-hmm. And he the outfits changes are fantastic. Jack Harlow is so handsome. Oh my, my god. My two highlights, yeah. Olivia Rodrigo, who is yeah. my new yeah. Ariana Grande. I thought mm. she did an amazing job, mm-hmm. a breathtaking performance, and her voice is for real, for reals, people. That's not a studio voice. That is a mm-hmm. for real voice. Mm-hmm. And um, and I also thought the the in memoriam where they had Ben Platt, Cynthia Revo, and yeah, uh, Rachel Zegler. They sang a medley of Sondheim songs, and the fact that there were three voices made it fantastic to listen to and and, and surprising. And it gave more time for the memorial. You know what? No one, no one's sad to spend some more, more time on the in memoriam. There's so many people we know and love who are passing. Anyway, I, I was brought to tears. Literally, I, I, also I would be remiss just mentioning one thing. Um, as a Filipino, there it was the Filipino night at the Grammys. Uh, so many Filipino nominees: Bruno Mars, Olivia Rodrigo, Sawitie, um, H E R, her. All these Filipinos were nominated. So wow. I just watched the show thinking when John Baptiste came on, I was like, oh, another one. <laughs> That's um, awesome. I do want to say that another high, high point was Zelensky, President Zelensky, and a beautiful tribute to yeah. the people oh, of, wow. yeah. of Ukraine. That was, that was really powerful. Yeah. The low point to me was Justin Bieber on the piano. I get my peaches from Georgia. <laughs> Trying to make it into this like beautiful like No, Justin. No. Justin Bieber, as much as you and you're not doing this, James, but like as much as people want to dismiss him, he's been around a long time. He's like he a superstar. He has quite a career and he's proved himself and he 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 is a performer and there's no doubt about it. I just yes. thought his choice for that song. I get it. I totally get it. You were not alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, the Grammys are proving to be amazing every year. Thank God we got to, we have them this year um, and in person. Now let's move on to number eight, James. Number eight. I went to go see The Lost City at the movie theater the other day. The movie <laughs> with Sandra Bullock and Brad Pitt yeah. and uh, Channing Tatum mm-hmm. and Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe is so funny. You know, when San- Sandra's best movies, there is a definite formula there. Mm-hmm. She is always a cranky girl boss who has lost her mojo, and mm-hmm. some goofy underling helps her get it back after mm-hmm. a series of adventures. And you think of The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds, which is probably the best example of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Congeniality, Hope Floats, mm-hmm. uh, even 28 Days and Two Weeks Notice. It's the same. She's always on top of it, but she's cranky and she's neat. But then by the end, she's sort of this soft teddy bear again. In this, she's a, a romance novelist who hates writing romance novels, mm. promoting it, and she hates her fans. And Channing Tatum is the Fabio-like model who is on the cover of all of her romance novels with a big long wig on. Mm-hmm. And through a series of uh, crazy happenstances, she's kidnapped by this billionaire, Daniel Radcliffe, and taken to an island where she's in this like hot pink jumpsuit 
sequin jumpsuit and she's running around through the jungles trying to find this treasure and that none of that matters mm -hmm. because it's all just an excuse for her and Channing to trade quips right and it is two hours of just you non-stop laughter and joy and it is so much fun Channing Tatum is adorable Brad Pitt steals every scene as only mm. Brad can Brad do Pitt's in this. Yeah, mm. Brad Pitt is the king of comedy Brad Pitt it, it, Please no, give it, it up for I, the comedy stylings of at the Chuckle Hut. I'm telling you, I am telling you, every <laughs> every time the camera goes on him, you burst out into laughter. I don't want to hear how funny Brad Pitt is. I know no, you I, well enough right now to say shut the fuck up. No, no, no. no. Those I, of us I, who make I, a living being funny don't want to hear about Brad Pitt being funny. And he, and Alec, beautiful. you make a living being funny? <laughs> I've made at least $2 today. <laughs> but I, you know, it is a 21st century romancing the stone, ex beat for beat, is what it is. That's what it and looks like. If you and and who doesn't love romancing the stone? Mm -hmm. Go see this movie. It is Aww. hysterical. You will love every second of it. And God bless Sandy. Ted. She's back. She's back. I well, you it. can't you, get away you, from the advertising of it. I mean, no. every other Instagram uh, thread is about that movie, or it's a commercial on every YouTube video. It's kind of every like... Every commercial, yeah. every billboard in Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, literally... You, can't get away you, from you it. did not know it's, that it was out. You yeah. are and still, I want to nominate James St. James as, a, as the new president of the Center Bullock Fan Club. Do you know every... You, like, named off her movies. I know. Girl, I love me some Sandy Bullock. I You're love like her Kathy Bates. Sandy. You're like the stalker. <laughs> I saw an extraordinary. Magic. How many times have you seen Practical Magic with Nicole Kidman? And, um, and I've, never I've never seen You've it. I've never seen it. Stalker Channing and, and Nicole I know. Kidman. And I know. I'm a bad gay. It's fantastic. You know what I watched last night that was fantastic? I just, wow. uh, just uh, Spencer with um, uh, Kristen oh. Stewart. I've heard Unbelievably like... good. Really? Really, really great. I had no interest in seeing it. You tell me I have it's to. It's so good. The director shows that uh, it shows from her point of view, her spending Christmas Eve right before she divorces Prince Charles mm -hmm. and how the situation with the royal family has become completely unbearable. But they direct it like a horror film with the ah. scary music. Like she's literally trapped in this house with this family. And the only refuge is her maid played by Sally Hawkins and her kids. It's really, but the thing that's really astonishing about it is Kristen Stewart is you can't recognize her and you don't realize you she's unrecognizable. It's a complete departure from whatever she's done so far. Well, it's so interesting because both she and Robert Pattinson have had this incredible year that, mm. you know, if you would have told me 10 years ago that the two stars of twilight would be the biggest star, you know, the biggest stars mm -hmm. on the planet, most multiple stars on the planet mm -hmm. that they've both really shown their acting chops. And I give them unbelievable. It's now, really good. The second person like this week who I trust that says that's a good movie because I like James was not going to see it. I don't care. Story. I don't want to watch. A little Diana out a little freak, you know, after the CNN ten part series about. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. really the Netflix musical that did it for me. Sweeping the oh, Razzies. I want to see that. I want to see it. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. All right, so that's turned into not one thumbs up but four thumbs up for uh, the Lost City with Sandra Bullock. And uh, uh, Spencer uh, with uh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Everybody and the hilarious Brad Pitt. One out of three people have seen it here. And I'm really telling you, you mock me. You don't believe me. But I tell you that Brad Pitt is a nonstop laugh -a -thon. The king of comedy, Brad Pitt.
I, tell, I swear to God. All right, I'm going to do a plug. Uh, DragCon LA is happening May 13th, 14th, 15th. Um, where do we go to find out more and get tickets, Blake? You go to RuPaul'sDragCon.com. You're listening to the WOW Report. We're counting down the top 10 things that make us go wow. We will continue right after this message. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to World of Wonders WOW Report. Things that make us go wow. Welcome back to the WOW Report here on Radio Andy. I am Tom Campbell, here with James St. James, here with our extra special guest star, Alec Mappa, and mm. our, our forever producer, on-air talent, Blake Jacobs. Um, we are celebrating our 300th episode. Wow. Andy. Again, wow. Never, that's a weekly show. So that's, that's like 15 years, I think. That's I could amazing. Be yeah. And I felt every single one of those. Yes. And Benton is away, but he'll be back. So don't worry about that. And, uh, you know, a shout out to Radio Andy, the people that work there. And, of course, Andy Cohen, who's our Mm. uh, famous as well. Um, We are counting down the top 10 things that made us go, wow. 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 And we are at number (laughs) seven. Number seven. Guys, I'm full of it. Joy, that is. I just came off a plane. I usually don't preview too much stuff, but my whole year up until what now, April 7th, has been on the road doing RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. Now, it was just announced that Drag Race is going to be in Sweden. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of the non-English speaking territories that it's hosted by someone else. But when it's hosted by RuPaul, and Ru is totally into traveling, totally into the different cultures. So we went down under for a number of of weeks to shoot the second season. That. Then we went to the UK to do the fourth official RuPaul Drag Race season. Oh, so that alone just occupies your mind. And your, again, we love doing it. It's not hard, but you know, it's 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 like we felt like we're like a rock band going from like mm-hmm. city to city and carrying our equipment and you know putting up a show. Yeah. Um, got back last week, flew to Las Vegas, where you know picture. we, we yes. take these things. We shot the reunion. Oh. And the grand finale with multiple endings, so no one knows. Oh, who you're so clever um, to do that. We um, it was it was a grand finale in Las Vegas at the Flamingo, which is where RuPaul's Drag Race Live, mm-hmm. the Vegas review show, which is a huge hit. I also saw that Ru had a had an unveiling at the Madame Tussauds there as well. That's all over every all social media. Mm. They 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 created they have him in drag and they created they had him out of drag. Uh, as RuPaul, and it was, we're so busy now, and so happy, and, and laughing, and like, but it was literally like, oh, Rudy, you have time, yeah, I'll go to Madame, like, he just rushed over there, they took a picture of him in his fabulous suit, he rushed back, but I gotta tell you, it's it's hard to explain, and I'm, I'm talking about it two weeks too early, you'll be able okay. to experience it yourselves on, on April 20th, the grand finale, um, I cried, I laughed, mm. I did something that I do once in a while, which people think I'm gonna have a stroke, but I couldn't stop screaming during one of the lip syncs. I was like, ah, ah, because it was so oh, wow. kind of quiet. But it just, I just could not. I was screaming like that, full volume, for three minutes. And wow. I was, I was the loudest one, but everyone felt the noise I was making. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was like a I Judy at Carnegie Hall album where you could hear all the homos screaming. Yes. <laughs> 
I, I will say that this season has been absolutely spectacular, and what a great group of girls it is. Mm-hmm. It is one of the best seasons I've I, in a long. Not every season is fantastic, of course, but this season I have really been engaged with the girls, and I've really mm-hmm. loved. It's so hard to choose one this time. They bring it so once again in in the reunion and in the and in the finale. Oh, I it love it! Spectacular. There was a moment when we're just sitting. All of us had these moments um, where. It just overwhelmed us. Like we started this little show mm-hmm. in, in, you know, in Redemption Studios in a poorly lit studio, which was like a bread factory or something in Burbank. I remember and we doing it. And by the way, doing it by the skin of our teeth. You know, like mm-hmm. there's no. It's, it's, it looks big budget, but it's not. It looks like the Oscars, the Grammys, but we shoot it like you know, like we loaded equipment and rehearse at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but but drag queens are up for it. Rue is up for it. Uh, and the crowd, the energy in the crowd, which does come across on TV, but nothing like being live. How much joy this show brings! I know, people. yeah. And I'm not bragging. I'm being. I'm. I'm I get joy from this show. I'm so mm-hmm. lucky. Seriously, that you know, it's hard to make a hit. It's hard to have anything that lasts. It's hard to work on stuff. Everything you do, but when it comes together and it it tickles that joy space. Yes. It's such a miracle. And I'll tell you, it has been a godsend during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was something to look forward to every single week. It's just, it, it really does. It, it, it really, it's on firing on all four cylinders. It, yes. So I'm good. a promotion it's, machine, but that's all, it's been my entire life the past three or four months or three months. So I, I'm it's just my favorite show. It's my, er, yeah. and every time you invite me to come back I, and I'm on it, one, my socials go crazy. It makes me seem like I'm super famous. But the other part of that is, oh my gosh, I, I when I'm on it, whenever I'm on it, Tom, I, I have this thing looking at you and looking at everybody and like, oh my God, we're working on our favorite show. This is my favorite show. And every year I watch it, I'm like, eh, I'm not going to get roped in emotionally with these uh-huh. girls. I did that with 13 other contestants last year. And then every year the stories are so engaging. And that's that's really a tribute to your talents as a producer. Really it's kind the of queens. Moving it along. It's the queens yeah. who come and you know we create a safe place for them to come and tell their stories. And mm-hmm. oh my god! Oh, and a big uh, highlight with Drag Race Espana, right? Wasn't it like the highest rated? Oh, it's all over the world. It's 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 that's and it's a testament to the power of drag that it, it yeah. works in every language and every territory. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just the highlights are the things to remember is tonight is the uh, last competitive episode in the studio where they make a music video to RuPaul's Catwalk, which oh. I think is like based on George Michael's Too Funky. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's inspired. Okay. Nothing, nothing you can sue us about. And then okay. it's the, it's the, it's the uh, reunion the week after that. And then April 20th, I believe. 20th? 22nd? April 22nd is the grand finale of RuPaul's Drag Race season. So 14. what's the next franchise? Because I understand coming up, there's France, there's uh, the Philippines, and Sweden. Sweden's the newest announcement. And Antarctica. Don't forget Antarctica. Antarctica and, and, and the Bur- RuPaul's Drag Race Burkina Faso, which I'm really looking forward to. Yes. Well, keep watching. Keep watching. And I, I'm, again, feel, I'm such a cornball, but I feel so lucky to be able to. Yeah, it's something to be show. proud of. I mean, it's it, you, you like you said, it had very humble beginnings, and now it's a worldwide phenomenon. So that's something. That's, that's quite a legacy. Which you mentioned legs, earlier. Legs, legs, what's on the menu? Okay, mm-hmm. let's move on now to number six, Blake. Number six. So we talked a couple of times about the game Wordle, which mm. was bought by the New York Times, you know. And Mur- and Myrtle, which is the murder version. And the there's the the what is the what is the nasty version? Swerdle. 
Swirtle, mm, yeah. Okay. I've heard there's a Taylor Swift version. I don't know what that... But my favorite version is Hurdle. Have you heard of this? No. no. Not like a hurdle that you jump over. It's like H-E-A-R-D. Like hurdle. Amber Heard. It's all about Amber Heard is what I, I, was what I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's basically name that tune. So, it's Hurdle. It's here. Yeah, oh, here or heard like what you heard. Heard all. Oh, so you get okay. you get like four notes, and you have to tell from those four notes. I love right. name that tune. Like I so, the first favorite. you go, and the first it plays like the first second of the song, and if you don't get it, you know you're like, you can guess. But then you go like to the second second, and it'll play <laughs> like two seconds of the song. Mm. I didn't. I used to watch, uh, well, back in the day, I didn't like watch it, but you know, when I was getting babysat, the Kathy Lee Gifford version. She was the La La Lady, yes. She's La La Lady, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. I never knew any of those songs, and I think it was because <laughs> I was five. But you you didn't know Mersey Dotes or Come Out of My House by Rosemary Clooney? I did not. <laughs> I do now, Come Out of My House, but only because of the, the girls next door. Mm. You know, like whatever whatever. makes you get you there, yeah. But this version, they play like not even like brand new, but like the other day, it was like Missy Elliott's Work It, you know, mm. yeah, stuff from the 90s and 2000s that you it would, would have been great to see Kathy Lee do the la la to that to work <laughs> yeah. it. I would pay money. They Let's play the act, they play the actual song. It's you can play it every day at hurdle.com, and it's my new favorite obsession. Well, it sounds well like it's right up Tom's alley. Tom, you should be definitely doing that. I think one. Alec Mappa and I could be like uh, like Jeopardy champions because mm -hmm. we share an eerie amount of pop culture knowledge. We do. We do. We do. I'm always, so whenever many... I find an obscure Diana Ross uh, post on Instagram, I always send it to you. And it's I usually do. them on the Ed Sullivan show. I know. I sent you one today of a little boy. His mom surprised him with Diana Ross tickets like new and he Ooh. was like crying he wasn't little he was like a teenager but it was rupaul <laughs> <laughs> all right so hurdle or hurdle.com uh, okay go to I'll look right for now it. well i'm, I'm gonna Keep jump off and do that for the rest of the show let's move on now to number five number five i watch i don't know if you guys caught this jared carmichael on saturday night live this mm -hmm. last week mm -hmm. okay I had no idea who Jared Carmichael was. He uh, comes out and he says, I am probably the least famous person that's ever hosted Saturday Night Live. And you believe him. He's um, a, a comedian. Mm -hmm. and He he had his own sitcom on NBC called The Carmichaels. I mean, I don't know these things. I don't, and he has I, a Netflix I, special right now where he comes out. Well, I, that's, where, that's where I'm going with this. That's where right. I'm talking about this. And it's, it's, a, it's an HBO special. Uh, it's a comedy special. And But first of all, he comes out and he, does, he talks about the slap. That we've all we are so sick of talking about the slap, but he makes it fresh and funny, and he's so insightful, and he's sort of like it sort of capped off the week a little bit. It was he was he did very it was, the his, the whole episode is smart, and it's just he is he and he made me want to go and find out more who this Jared Carmichael mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. So I go and I watch the new special, Jared Carmichael Colin Rathaniel is the name of it. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> it is not so much. A comedy special. In fact, there's no, there's no comedy in it. It is he opens up a vein and bleeds over the audience. He starts off by saying, I want to talk about family secrets. 
and he begins to unpack the scandals in his family and his mm -hmm. relationship with his father, his relationship with his mother. And during the course of this, it keeps getting darker and darker and sadder and sadder. And he has this really biting sense of humor, really black sense of humor about it. Um, uh, where, and during the course of this, he comes out of the closet mm -hmm. and he's never come out publicly before. And he starts talking about that and he's crying and the audience is crying and Aww. there's a back and forth with the audience. And it, it's like a therapy session. It's like, it's like the, the darkest therapy session of your life. And the audience is being very supportive of him. And he's talking about how his mother, it does not support him. And just, it is, it, it becomes so harrowing, but it's so beautifully done. Right. And it's such an important topic. And it's, uh, he talks about, you know, th how the family doesn't support him, how the, the fans are there for it. The fans are, are with him a hundred percent, but there's a, you know, there's some, there's some things in the black community where there's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's difficult and there's some issues and, mm -hmm. and you know, he, he delves into all of that and it's beautifully done. It is, Emmy bait all the way. If you get a chance oh, to watch it, it Bo Burnham uh, directed and produced it. And if you know anything mm -hmm. about Bo, he is, he's adorable. He's adorable. He's, he's so he's cute on it, and he's yeah, so he's talented. talented. And everything he does is just class all the Did way. Did you see you his know? movie Eighth Grade? I I didn't. It's fantastic. I watched the one that about when he, about the pandemic and you kept thinking, Oh, I don't want to do the pandemic one, but it uh, is so it's a series of vignettes that he just it spontaneously comes. He's just so, so brilliant. Really talented. Anyway, this yeah. is Jared Carmichael, Colin Rathaniel. And I'll watch it. He's never, the other big reveal is that his real name is Rathaniel. And that's oh. sort of like the, and he's been embarrassed of that his whole life. And so his he started off that that was going to be the big reveal. And then he just keeps rolling out secret after secret after secret. Oh, Good golly. Question, James. Jared Carmichael, Brad Pitt. Who's I here? was about to ask the same thing. Listen, hold on. I just want to say that uh, during the commercial, I looked this up. And if you go through Brad Pitt's uh, IMDb page, there is burn before reading. He is hysterical. He's the that. king of comedy. True romance. Remember yeah. that he was the stone. He was the stoner roommate. He right. was. His, he has had comedy roles, and by God, he nails. Yeah. At, in fact, if yeah. you think about um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's hysterical in that too. Yeah. James, yeah. you're talking facts. Alex and his feelings right now. About yeah, this. no, so sorry. Just, right. I'm not going to allow. Uh, uh, me, uh, yeah, yeah. I want. I'm gonna I, have I'll not allow it, counselor. Approach the bench. <laughs> I'm going to have a Brad Pitt comedy festival, yeah, and you yeah. are going to be strapped the in the king of comedy, Brad fucking Pitt. Maybe Alec could host the the the, the Brad Pitt I, I comedy sense festival. That there's just some jealousy here. There's some yeah, like no, some not at all. Not at I think all. he goes back to Jennifer Aniston. All. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Alex just can't take the fact that someone else is funny other than him. I just don't want to. I uh, this is my pet peeve: good-looking people who are funny. I think that it's, you it's, should. It's, there should be something wrong with you. Comedy comes from a crucible. Um, uh, Brad Pitt is a cis, hat, white male. He's at the top of the food chain. He doesn't need to be funny too. 
it, you know what it, I always think about when people are good looking? I think that they must have webbed toes or something. I have to give them some secret flaws just to wake up. Wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. Well, it is a case of God giving with both hands. But if you also think Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the first movie he did with Angelina Jolie, that was pretty funny, too. That was a good I'm, movie. I'm not buying this. Let's just All go right. to All right. right. Break. Break. Unfortunately, you guys can fight during the commercial. I'm going to have a stroke. To the 300th episode of The Wow Report, we'll continue our top uh, 10 countdown of the things that made us go wow this week. Right after this, don't go anywhere. You're listening to World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. All right, welcome back to the Wow Report here on Radio Andy. I'm Tom Campbell here with James St. James. Fenton Belly's away, but we have Alec Mappa sitting in. Which Hi, is so everybody. Cool. Our frequent our frequent guest. Frequent um, and flyer. Like Jacobs, our millennial producer, it's still a thing to me, is uh, here listening. He pops in every now and then. There he is. Hi, Blake. Hi. Hi. Um, we are in the midst of counting down the top 10 things that made us go, wow, we have reached number four, James. Number four. Number four, what a week it's been. How, what a spectacular and nail-biting week it has been with the um, confirmation of Judge Katanji Brown uh, in the Senate. To, it happened this week. Yes. There was, you know, we didn't know up until the very end whether there was going to be any Republicans that were going to cross the aisle. Three of them did, Murkowski, mm-hmm. Collins, and Romney. That's huge today. Huge. Three people crossing the aisle is huge. Yeah. Yes. And then during the during the, the confirmation hearing, just that list of the nay, 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 I, 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 I. And you still think, like, can it go off the rails at any point? And the Rand, Senator Rand Paul tried. He held it up. He was doing a talk show, and he wouldn't come in. And they held it up for him to finish the talk show. And he finally wanders in and gives his final nay. But didn't matter because she got the confirmation. Yeah, she headed yeah. towards the, the Supreme Court. It is a great moment in history. And what a wonder. How Wonderful. God bless her for putting up with all the crap that she's done. Yeah. If she can put up with all of that. Then she's, she's going to be a fantastic, fantastic judge. Mm-hmm. And when people bitch about Democrats or Republicans or say there's no difference or people bitch that Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. It's like, we have that justice in the Supreme court. That means mm-hmm. more for the country in the future and your children, and your family than mm-hmm. anything else. And it's, yeah. it's matters who you vote for, you know, it's the corny uh, adage, but you know, think of voting as a bus, you know, not as a, so it's like have, vote for the candidate, get you the closest to your goals. Right. And, right. I'm just so yeah. tired of people sort of uh, damning Joe Biden with faint praise. You're not going to get everything you want, regardless of who you Never. vote for. And so you can get your guy in the White House or whatever. That. You're not going to get everything you want 100%. And I love the analogy of the bus. Just get somebody who'll get you a couple blocks away from your house. Just walk <laughs> and shut up. Walk exactly. the rest of the way. So a uh, historic moment that fills... Yeah. I mean that that you know here you know a Filipino and two white guys a woman a black it just means it resonates to all communities but boy yeah. it must really really mean something to women and, and to the black community that they and also there's going to be another vacancy real soon Clarence Thomas TikTok goodbye yeah, yeah so it's going to be, be bad unfortunately what will happen if it happens in September the Republicans will say it can't not during a you know not during an election year we can't do it we can't do it Let's see what happens Let's see so what happens. he better it better be soon. All right, let's move on now to number three, Blake. Number three. Hi, that's me. Hi. Um, 
did you guys do you guys know who Jenna Malone is? Yes, actress. Sure. Yeah. Yes, she was in oh, the She was a child actress. I remember her from Stepmom starring Susan Sarandon and Julia exactly. Roberts. Yeah, she's around my age-ish, but okay. yeah, she was a child actress. She was just in her car in Hollywood the other day and saw mm-hmm. a man walking down the street, but he was like beating his dog. <gasps> so she like ran after him to save the dog and I guess five other men joined in and beat the crap out of this guy. They saved the dog and the dog was actually taken to the hospital. It was, it ended up being microchipped and it didn't even belong to the guy that it was, that was beating him. Oh no. He's back with his owners and he's going to make a full recovery and everything. But I just thought it was amazing that Jenna Malone was the one to like make all this happen. She tweeted after it. She said, I'm sorry that it ended in a brawl, but the dog was going to die. No question. I can't imagine the level of torture it had suffered until this point. And now it's safe in a hospital. Still no word on its owner. Also, because it is important to know, I saw the man get arrested and he wasn't bleeding and seemed coherent after this filmed interaction. Oh, terrible. I'm not even going to watch. But I knew, no. you know, I've known that Jenna Malone is a badass from Hunger Games. We, she's, she is, she's, she knows what she's doing. Don't fuck with Jenna Malone, boy. Mm. There's something about animals with people. And this is horrible to say because you know Jesus and love your neighbor. But people sometimes are intimidating to help because you don't know are they in their right mind or not the right mind. But when you see an animal in trouble, a domesticated right. animal, it's like, oh yeah. my! It's, it's like you you do crazy things. You just jump in and and. and you know, good for her. Good for her. My roommate, Bestie, decided to get a dog a few years ago. And he, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. He got the dog and I'm obsessed with him. His name Aww. is Bamp. And we've had him for about three years. James has met him. He went to meet him with me. Actually, it was my birthday. He was and a nutty little dog for the first year. He he was a barky little thing, wasn't he? he well, I imagine been... most dogs bark at James St. James. That's just me. <laughs> But yeah, he's been away um, being, uh, we went to Mexico, so he has been at his grandma's being dog sat, and I won't see him for like a month, and I'm just melting, so. Don't stop me and how much I've missed my three cats while I was away. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't don't stop. And Tom, we've taken him. There's a cute little dog park right across the street from you, and he loves it over there. So let me know when you're let me know when you're in the neighborhood, Blake. Will do, will do. Put on some pants. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on now to number two, James St. James. Number two. Number two, I got into a deep dive with Tyler Henry, Life After Death with Tyler Henry. You know he is that cheerful twunk. The, right. the cute as a button. Cute as a button. Mm-hmm. Talks to dead people. Yeah. And uh, this is this is, his new series on Netflix? It's a new series on Netflix. Yes. All right. Did you buy it? Did you did you believe yeah. it or is he a that, That's just it. That, 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 therein lies the whole problem because mm-hmm. – he travels the country and he's trying to get in as many fans as he can. And he gives these readings and he throws out one or two things and everybody, Oh, that's Aunt Judy. She's, she's talking to me and they start crying. And then he, then they tell the whole story of Aunt Judy and everybody hugs and cries and hugs it out. And it, it feels very cathartic and everybody's getting all this closure. And then he moves on to the next person and he says, 
I I see the color blue, and they say, "Oh, my my cousin Bobby loved the color blue," oh. and everybody starts crying and crying. Well, and it all started because one time he had a crayon, and you know, like then they tell this whole story, and he says, "I knew it, I knew it," and then everybody hugs it, and it feels like a parlor trick, right? But he's very good at this parlor trick, and mm. he really sincerely believes that he has a gift from God and that he's talking to these dead people. Hmm. I don't think he's trying to fuck with anyone. I, I think he really believes it. And I think he's an empath in a way that he can feel some where a conversation is going. So he's a delusional illusionist. <laughs> but, James, but, he's like, ever... but he's a cutie patootie he twunk. He's I was surprised that they took his e-show and put it on Netflix. It doesn't seem loud enough for Netflix. So there's a lot of executives from E that moved to Netflix. They oh, that makes sense. Oh, it does. That makes sense. Now, James, have you ever been to a psychic briefly? Because I want well, to ask yeah. this too. Because we have a friend, Char Margolis, who yes. has a who's who does sh- things for Wow, and she's had a show with Wow. She's been and- on this show. She's been on this show, yes, and she's. I I believe Shar. I no doubt about it. We ha- I did a reading with Shar, and we were talking about my friend Stephen Sabin, who had just passed away about three mm. weeks earlier. And as we were talking, I said, you know, he we had a problem, and we were we were estranged at the time of his death, and he was angry with me. And as I said that, the lights went out in the studio. <gasps> the 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 light just popped. Oh, then, I like, love that. We lost all electricity and we just got, we were like, holy fuck, that's Steven. He's still mad at me. He's still mad at me. And for Even some in reason, the afterlife, he hasn't let it go. He hasn't let it go. And if I know Steven, he's still not like, he will not let it go a thousand years from now. But, um, but then we were also talking and for some reason we both, uh, used to um, vacation in, we had summer homes in the same city in Charlevoix, Michigan. And we started talking, we knew the same people. We knew Breezy. We knew the pian- the pianist at the, the, the local restaurant. We knew the crazy, she was at this, the, the world's largest cherry pie, which I was at too. We were both there. This was 20 years ago. We both had a slice of the world's largest cherry pie together. And so like, <laughs> there was like this weird, like how, like why wouldn't you start talking about the world's largest cherry pie? Unless there was a psychic connection and i know char i've been read by char i believe in char alec have you ever had a reading that no no but i i did have a reading on vancouver island when i was making a movie there in 2002 and this is pre-smartphone so there was no way for her to google me before i showed up and the very first thing that came out of her mouth was your mother has passed away and she was very concerned with you when you were alive because you led a very adult life at a young age am i right and i was like oh all of that right away, right out of the gate, that my yeah. mother had passed away and that I'd been living on my own since I was 14 years old. So it was kind of like for her to like get that was was astonishing. She predicted my marriage. She predicted my first home purchase and uh, a bunch of other things. It was pretty spectacular. So Alec, I think I asked for America. What did she say about me? What your did your name did come up. A number of times. He's like... <laughs> Something about an amber alert. Something yes. about a predator yeah. near you. I, 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 I hear you. I'm sorry. So I guess the, the, the point is, is that I'm on the fence about it. I don't quite know if I believe. But when I'm watching, I believe every single second. I mean, I'm well, right there's there. there's two choices here. Either one, it's, it's real, and that's magic, and that's beautiful. And yeah. two... He's a fake who is uh, manipulating people who are, uh, you know, grieving, yeah. which is yeah. horrible. Or yeah. he's a delusional illusionist. 
Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, because I I don't think that he has a mean bone in his body. I believe well, I met him. I I hosted an event with him one time, and he was adorable. So yeah, yeah. I didn't he's get a, a I didn't... like little Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah. He's very cute. Right. Guys, uh, we have to move on. When we come back, no, wait a minute. Hold on. Before we move on, I do want to say that the, the end of the series it's it's like six or seven episodes, and we start to learn more and more about Tyler Henry and his life, and he had a grandmother who was a serial killer and she kidnapped all these people. And uh, the, the whole story starts pouring out that he has all this sort of um, uh, sort of a, a psychic legacy of, of, you know, problems. did she eat them? Oh, golly. She didn't eat them. Don't tell T.S. Uh, Madison, but she was a star of a movie called Henry, the serial killer. Oh, yeah. which okay, is, wait, um, that was Ryan Murphy's office. They've just uh, uh, <laughs> taken a race to Tyler Henry's. Henry, <laughs> Henry, 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 thing. It'll be on Netflix next season. Terrific. With starring Jessica Lange. <laughs> As Tyler Henry. As Tyler Henry. <laughs> All right. James, that actually would be good. Oh, my James, God. I would watch that. With your permission, James, may we go to break? I'm terribly sorry, Keith. Go to break. Go to break. <laughs> All right. When we come back, uh, we will reveal the number one thing this week that made us go, wow. It's the Wow Report on Radio Andy. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. All righty. We are back. Uh, this is the Wow Report on Radio Andy. It's Tom Campbell here with James St. James, our extra special guest, Alec Mappa, who we love, the funniest man on earth. Funnier than Brad Pitt, if you ask me. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Listen, I don't have the body of work that Mr. And Pitt does Jacobs in the comedy always, oeuvre. Always your like Although he is playing all three Stooges in, in a reboot <laughs> yes, coming up yes, next. Yes, that good. I'm really looking forward to it. He was, no CGI uh, either. Yeah, no CGI. Bitter, bitter it was at Universal queens, Studios all of getting, you. getting fit with his Larry wig. It's, it's very convincing. Alex, before we reveal the number one thing that made us go wild this week, What's going on? Give us a quick little update. Um, I've been doing a ton of little independent films because when I, uh, this is me answering the phone. Bring, I'll take it. Um, uh, and uh, they're all coming out shortly. But um, currently I'm on a new television program on Discovery Plus called Inventions That Change the World. And it's with me and Amanda Seals and Kate Flannery and all these great people, Rachel Harris. And we're all talking about uh, uh, glorious inventions like the, the easy bake oven, the etch-a-sketch, the shake weight, the, uh, any, any kind of fad invention, the Billy Bass. Yep. We talk about them at length and it's very funny. And it's currently on Discovery Plus. Now, um, I don't know if you know this about me, but Discovery Plus is my absolute favorite app. So, oh, really? Blake is a it. huge shake weight fanatic. He, oh my gosh! My husband is a producer at a Discovery Plus. He he's now uh, one of the producers for Ghost Hunters. Oh, I love and it. He, and he works out of the kitchen and he finds locations. So all day long, I hear him on the phone saying things like, "Oh." Okay, there was two dead kids in the property. Wonderful. Oh, there's somebody somebody committed suicide in the attic. That's terrific. <laughs> That's awesome. That'll All right, the little episode. time we have left, James, what strikes you as the number one thing this week? Number one. I am a little worried about Uh-oh. Elon Musk uh, buying 9% of Twitter stock, mm. making him the biggest shareholder and giving him all sorts of uh, control over the company. And as you, you never know with Elon Musk, first of all, which way the wind is going to blow because he's a complete wackadoodle. I mean, there's just there's no two ways about it. He is an eccentric billionaire and you never know what you're going to get. He has said that he's going to go in and make some changes now. The two changes that people want 
and they're, they're pressuring him and that he said that he's open to is reinstating Donald Trump onto Twitter because we know um, that he and Trump are, are, are that's his first ever. move his well, first his, move is the, a 9% shareholder the big one is he wants the edit button on Twitter now the problem with the edit button, there is no edit button on Twitter. You can delete your tweet after you post it, but if you've gotten a thousand retweets, you don't want to do that. So most people just leave in their typos. But the thing about an edit button is, let me see if I can get this straight. If Tom tweets, I like the color blue, and then I retweet it thinking, oh, I love the color blue. Mm-hmm. Um then if there's an edit button, Tom can go in and change that to I like the color red. Now, I can't – and my tweet, my retweet says I like the color red. And if I don't like the color red, I'm just stuck with that. So you're endorsing whatever thing like – you're saying like if somebody could tweet something and then change it to something completely. Yeah. And then it, by your retweet, you would be endorsing whatever message. And, and there, like the because you cannot edit a retweet, or you cannot can't you cannot delete a retweet. Once hmm. you've retweeted something, there is no way to get it off your feed. So, if theoretically someone were had a, it was a bad actor was or someone with with bad intentions would go in and type in "I support uh, uh, Biden." And mm-hmm. then he gets 10,000 sure. retweets, and then he goes in and changes it to I support Trump. 10,000 people have now retweeted this and are stuck with I support Trump. Well, they better figure that shit out before they let us edit things, huh? Well, because it, it's not that there's – it's easy to put a, 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 an edit button in, but the implications are far-reaching. I Maybe thought that if they you would... edit, you lose your retweets. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that or you should be able to edit. Tom retweet. just solved the problem. He just solved or delete it. Retweet. I'm going to bed. I've had. I, I figured. Good night, everybody. My work is done here. I thought that it would be like you know the, the the big cleanup would be like let's get rid of the racism, let's get rid of the fake news, but no, it's all about the edit button. Yeah, yeah. Elon, come on. Blame it on the edit. Oh, we got to play that song. Oh. We're going to play that song right now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I think we have uh, reached that magical time where we have to stop, unfortunately. It always flies by, doesn't it? Um, Alec, you're the best guest ever. I know, right? You really are, <laughs> because you, put, you, you, you find a way, A, to interrupt James and me, which is pretty special. I know. It's it's like double dutch. You really just got to stick your head right in there. Yes. <laughs> Risk yeah, injury. We talk you, so that's very kind of you to yeah, come back, yeah, even though we yeah. rudely over-talk you. Yeah, um, you're both like <laughs> Mack trucks with your foot... Yeah. Planted firmly on the gas pedal. You'll and I go forward no matter who you kill. Any mention of Brad Pitt, I think Alec Mapp is one of the funniest people on the earth. I always have, always will. Brad Pitt is going to be the comedy coach next year on RuPaul's Drag Race during the roast challenge. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> He's roast Angelina Jolie, so he might actually yeah, come He will be there. Be there. Um, uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, our fearless leader Fenton Bailey will be back. This uh, you've been you've just listened to the 300th episode of the Wow Report here on Radio Yay! Andy. We couldn't be more thrilled. Um, if uh, if nothing we said today was too offensive, there'll be 301 next week. So come back. And in the meantime, <laughs> go out and do something that makes the world go wow! wow. Here's the 300 more episodes. Woo! <laughs> the first 300. <laughs>